Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Rebecca Lawrence and this is Voices. In this set of interviews, I will be focusing on issues of inclusion, diversity and allyship through intimate conversations with wine industry professionals from all over the globe. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps us cover equipment, production and publication costs. And remember to subscribe and rate our show wherever you tune in. Before the show, here's the shout out to our new sponsor, Ferro Wine. Ferro Wine has been the largest wine shop in Italy since 1920. They have generously supplied us with our new t-shirt. Would you like one? Just donate 50 euros and it's all yours. Plus, we'll throw in our new book, Jumbo Shrimp Guide to International Grape Varieties in Italy. For more info, go to italianwinepodcast.com and click donate. Or check out Italian Wine Podcast on Instagram. Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This is Voices with me, Rebecca Lawrence, and this week I'm joined by Ying Jamie Feng. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Super excited to be able to talk to you. We just met in Verona, so this is a nice opportunity for me to get to know you a little better. Uh, I like to start most of our conversations with Um, a little bit of an intro asking my guest to introduce themselves to our listeners so maybe you can tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you're currently working on. Sure so I was born and raised in Thoughts in China to bother with Russia which means that I have absolutely no one background because I came to France studying 2013. So I spent an year to learn French language and I started my wine journey in Rams in 2014. I finished my master's degrees in 2017 and started immediately my WACT diploma and achieved the qualification in 2019. So currently working as a wine buyer for NISA in Paris. And NISA is an independent network of wine retailers having a strong identity made in Paris. So quite dynamic and modern. We tend to guide our customers to part their moments in life with wines, such as girlfriend wines, Netflix, night fever, after work. So it is obvious that we have a French wine focus representing 90% in the selection, but also increasingly focus on Italian wines. Besides my primary job in NISA, I'm also a wine educator. I occasionally working at a sommelier in restaurant. Wow, so you're keeping yourself busy with lots of things. Yeah, emerging wine world. How did you, so I, I was looking at the NISA website and like you say, it's a very modern approach to wine. I love this idea of, you know, pairing wine to, to moments in your life. How did you come to be involved with them as a buyer? So actually, uh, my professional career started in NISA. And it was in 2017, just after I got my master's degrees from Agrosub Diron, and that it wasn't my career plan from the beginning. My master's degree internship was in a bottle merchant working as an export assistant for Chinese market. And at that time, I desperately wished to be an export sales manager. Please don't ask me why I was young and innocent. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I w- it wasn't until six months later that it turned out that it was not the right decision, you know. I was tired of the paperwork, the translation, administrative work, so I moved back to Paris 
and I decided to start my WACT diploma journey. And it was not an easy decision for me because it was just my third year starting one and my one acknowledged were far from doing it. So I was considering finding a part-time job to manage the intensive program of diploma. Meanwhile, I could earn some money. So it was then Lisa offered a part-time one sales job and I intended the interview and I got hired. It's easy. Now I realized that it was such brilliant idea to work in one shop when preparing diploma because you could taste one and train yourself within your job in attending stop testing sessions or testing new ones with producers but also access to one face so so i worked really hard during these two years uh, and i devoted much of my private time so bye-bye parties or bye-bye vacations yeah i did not Go to back to China during these two years neither. This is such a big sacrifice, yeah. So diploma was the priority. Fortunately, so during my two years we started, Nisa was growing rapidly as well. So it's, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, from nine shops in 2017 when I joined the team to 45 shops, including one shop in London. When I finished my diploma study. So uh, just after I achieved my diploma qualification in 2017, 19, I was promoted to be the purchasing team by uh, recommendation. So my current purchasing manager, Charlie, uh, I'm so happy to work with him. And coincidentally, he was the person who interviewed me for the job at the beginning. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a circle. So as the present day, we're two in the team in the world. I'm a lucky man. That's really cool. I hadn't realized, actually, we have several things in common because I came to wine in a very similar way. I started my diploma at around three years into sort of learning about wine and also decided to go into wine retail for exactly that reason. You suddenly realize that you can be exposed to all of these wines and then you fall in love with it and you end up staying. Yeah, yeah. It it was really cool because you work in shops, you establish the relations with customers and to, to, to get this relation and you, you could talk about anything or vinification technical question with the producers. Uh, it was really amazing the two years I, I, I prepared my diploma. It was such a great idea to, to do it. So obviously you're based in Paris, you're immersed in this French wine world. So why did you make this decision to focus on Italian wines? Because we met during your time in Verona for Via, uh, and you're incredibly impassionate about Italian wines. So is this just something that you're coming to, or has it always been something you've loved? Uh, it's a very good question for me. You are right, Rebecca. Uh, in a matter of fact, uh, French wine it is still our main focus for Nisa. Because as in all major wine-producing countries, it is no doubt that wine consumption in France comes mainly from domestic wines due to the, the enough quantity wine produced to meet the domestic demand. Why we increasingly focus on Italian wines? Because first, this is the most important. I love Italian wines. and <laughs> I believe personally in Italian wines, potential locality. <laughs> um, so uh, in the point of a commercial view, according to an article I learned from Wine du Monde, the, the share of imported wines in, in national consumption in general keep increasing in France. And within this share, Italy occupies the first place in value for imported bottles wine market. 
even uh, even about all due to the success of Prosecco, yeah, <laughs> driven by the <laughs> success of the famous spritz and by an effective marketing strategy. So, so just let me say that the quantity volume the first country is Spain, but in value it's Italy. So Italy wines are really unfair. In addition, we have to admit that French consumption of world wines is driven by sort of cuisine. What do I mean by that? When I work in the shop, people just came around with their raw materials for dinner and requested the one to go with. So this is the culture, this is the tradition. So we could say nowadays that restaurants specializing in Italian gastronomy are sort of the main promoters of so Italian wine in France. Um, however, as a wine merchant, always looking for originality, trying to diversify the offers. So Italy is the parent choice for me, for its diversified viticulture with native grape variety. And it is amazing. Nisa is always ambitiously to be the pioneer in the French wine market. And we're young, dynamic, and modern. We have an important share of younger generation consumers. We have a real power of influence on the wines that we sell sent to our proximity to our customers and the bond of trust that we establish with them. So um, we try our best to drop the trend to Italian wines in France and to rediscover this country for its excellent quality price ratio, the adaptability of the product to market taste. And to the last point, Italian packaging are really attractive. Honestly, French label, like a little bit creativity for me. Yeah, I was, I was actually going to ask, like, what are the things you look for when you're selecting for the portfolio? Because it's quite a important job like you say you've got this young dynamic market and i was going to ask you know, is packaging one of those things what are the sort of other key things for for an italian wine entering the french market what are you looking for to really hit the points for that younger drinking generation uh, so you talk about the, the selection of italian wines or selecting wine in general i was thinking particularly italian because if when I think about the French market, uh, my sort of very limited experience of being in France is it has a huge production of wine itself, very traditional, very high quality, well thought of. And I wonder about how difficult it is for new producers from outside of the French market, so from Italy, to enter that and really gain traction, gain attention in the French market. Uh, just as I said, I think the advantage of Italian wine is, is the, the different diversified wine styles. And uh, if I to if I select the Italian wines, uh, actually I need to highlight that the quality is the key. So this is the most important thing in a wine, and it is the first thing that we look at. So Nisa is quite open-minded, as I said. So um, we already have a decent one list, the French wines. So we are not looking for wines from vulnerable regions or prestigious appellation of producers. Italy, because we have this one in our selection, but they are not the standards. We we are looking for originality, and they keep seeking so to, to the true lifestyle Italian wineries and, and hear about their histories, you know, the sacrifice they do to make fantastic wines. And so that makes sense to me and inspires to me and really make me come out to my job. So 
um, I think this is very important. Um, so, so in reality, so we 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 are we're set up immersion mail with a proposal. So, so um, just uh, just as I said, the packaging and the, the to the selection. The first thing is to see um, to, if the vendor is interested in being represented by us. Uh, and I think this is a fair question. So um, I, I will ask them to send their representations of the winery, the, the story, the one technologies or marketing materials. Because if I need, uh, I sell the wine, the Italian wines, I need everything. So, um, uh, and then to the packaging. It's, it's really important nowadays. Uh, do I make sense? Because we, we are wine shops. So, so we're not like restaurants or bars that you could pursue people in telling a lovely story behind the label. So basically, when people go to shops, they tend to buy what they are looking at. This is kind of very crucial point for me. And and then I will look at the, the, the presence of the these Italian wines in the French market. So if if the, if the one kind of Italian wine is widely distributed, and I will likely not give a chance uh, presently for two reasons. The first is the price may be competitive and the second is as you know so we, we have a kind of limited place in the wine list so so italian wine is not we cannot f- do 100 wines so um we we, we need to to find that offer original wine so, so 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 this is really important and another point is crucial is the value is a huge consideration as well um because we want we want to show people so especially French people, um, the, the best possible examples of Italian wines for their money. Um, yeah, so, so the, the price range is really important at this point. Um, uh, another point to consider is the category of biodynamic or organic wines. Yeah, is that, is that something that you're really seeing an interest in, in in young drinking in France at the moment? Um so you know, uh, Par- Parisians are so crazy about nitro wines. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> they I feel really started the the trend for bars and restaurants and shops that particularly focus on that category. I really feel that that certainly in Europe came from Paris, uh, and it was from Paris that London got the idea to go in that direction. So I really feel Paris led the way. Yeah, so I live in Paris, so occasionally I do the party with my friends and visit decent restaurants, and I really enjoy the dishes I ordered. But but <laughs> when I tasted the wines, it's really ruined the whole thing. You know, it's, it's natural wine, it's, it's the wine with force. So basically, in Paris, you have so many natural bars or restaurants, so the trend is is, is there. But but for us, Nisa, they, they are clearly not the top priority for us but but always presenting an added value for for wines of good quality but but we we really we are really looking for the biodynamic and organic wines because these producers respect the nature with lies or no external influence in the process and they regard one as a living thing and are affected the same way that all living things are so uh t- this is very important um we we have some really interesting natural biodynamic organic wines in the selection, but honestly, these are not for the commercial consideration. Yeah, I can see that. It has a very particular place in its market. 
So thinking about selecting wines, and I love this really complete picture you've managed to give of all the things that you have to take into consideration. You know, it's not just one thing. I wondered, having just been completely immersed in this tasting experience here in Verona, is there at the moment one particular Italian wine, maybe a grape variety, a DOC, DOCG, that you're particularly excited about? Uh, if I only have one choice, I will choose Reticu grape variety because I've tasted a fabulous Reticu in opera wine. It was a 2009 vintage old wine ridicule. It really convinced me, and I will definitely go for this DOC. I have an active mind, and honestly, I want to explore all the Italian wines, you know, to really dig into every Italian wine region and taste wine as much as I can. But uh, broadly speaking, um, I, I love wines uh, with a good texture on the palate. So, so no matter the, the wine, how pronounced or expressive on the nose, the wine must have a great texture to show its balance with flavors or alcohol. So, so I am a burgundy drinker. <laughs> so I really, I really appreciate wine with some delicate and elegance. So I love Barolo, I love Chianti, but recently uh, I discovered Sicilian wines that I'm totally fascinated with them. The, the Antonin white wine has a rich texture balance with the vibrant salty acidity, well crisp citrus fruits flavors come out with savory and smoky minerality from volcanic cells. And why do I look Nelelo muscularizy as well? It hits your mind with the explosion of ripe fruits flavors that leads into spice notes with cinnamon and floral dried dessert herbs. So this is delightful and easy to drink and I'm not going to compare Antonin White to Shopley or Narolo Muscali to Pinot Noir because they are unique in the style and they deserve the world's attention without under the reputation of other grapes, you know. So I want to talk a little bit about education because I know this is something that you have started doing um, and I wondered how you got into wine education and what kind of things you're doing. Uh, it, it, I think it's a lovely story <laughs> for me. Um, so I am a qualified biological engineer. Yep. <laughs> not not a natural <laughs> course to then go into wine. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> because I love bio bio biology when I was in high school. So uh, I don't know. But, it, but it, due to the fact that I have a bachelor degree, in biological engineering, I could apply to the wine-related master directly in France. So basically, during my university, we had a focus on the macro macrobiological activities, especially the activity to create fermented products, you know, such as vinegar, yogurt, soy sauce, beer, etc. So I, I, in Guizhou University, the major really highlights the method production of multi. So, so you know, multi is distilled spirit. It's really famous. It's, yeah, the most famous distilled spirit in China. So we, so when we talk about the prime spiritual, we're associated always with this renowned distilled spirit multi, a sort of national spirit, you know. So because multi was born, and only can only be made in the town of Malta, located in the province, Guizhou, considering it as an DOC. So, so 
all the raw materials, the production process, the climate, the water, the ease in the air, etc., are necessary to produce this unique style of spirit. So, so this point, which helped me a lot to understand the terroir notion in wines, particularly for, for, for French wines. So, so in, in parallel, I have equipped a solid acknowledging chemistry, so biological, organic, inorganic chemistry, which are really advantageous in learning one vinification, for example, the chemical molecules responsible for one flavors, the tapins or hair alcohol, the esters or phenol compounds in the wines. I'm, I'm really thankful for my biological background. And unfortunately, because one is a fermented product, so uh, I just had an introductory course and that really sparked my interest in wine and eventually decided to start wine in France. So, because I was going to the United States for, for this study at the beginning. Ah, but you changed your mind and off to France it was for the wine. Yeah, it's, it's not I changed my mind. It's, 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 I don't know. Um, if, if you like, you search on an internet. So the top 10 least biased uh, biological engineering schools basically were located in the United States. So, so it's kind of evident choice that I go to America. But that, that was one day my college professor coming back when I just leave in the room and I had a little chat with me. He, she just posed the question that I heard that you will go abroad to for the study. So which country that you choose? Uh, I, I, I just said America. And she looked at me. And she said, why not France? I said, why France? Why France? I, I don't know nothing about France. Why France? And she told me, the why? The why? And I, I never, I have no background of why. And I didn't know it. So oh, the professor, she's really kind of, she says so the other day, she, she, she gave us this introductory course about wine. So, so that really sparked my interest. So I, I decided to, to go go to France to, to start a wine in France. It's, it's really amazing because I already spent one year to English and I switched to France. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good adventure for me, yeah. So let's dive in a little bit to this, talking about you know your background in biological engineering and fermentation because I was really excited to discover that you've been involved in Master, which is the French sake competition. Now, I know this is an Italian wine podcast, um, but I'm someone who really loves sake. I don't know a lot about it, but I know that I enjoy it in lots of different forms. So I was wondering if you could give our listeners a little background about how you came to be involved in this and how it's different, maybe judging sake to judging other forms of of things like wine. Yeah, um, so... It's another amazing story. It's really so. I think everyone that you made in your life, it just just have a meaning, you know. So just bring out the parts in you. So, so this is so I will tell the story. It's really amazing. So as to be Chinese, to the right space to alcoholic beverage is not unfamiliar to me. So, but unfortunately, despite brewing technology is originate from China, but it's Japan that has continuously improved this technology. So my first experience with sake, Nihonshu, was in a masterclass organized by One Expo Bordeaux in 2017. I have tasted different kinds of Nihonshu. Some were out of the ordinary, like sparkling sake or 
kushu vintage age to sake or some namazaki etc so other than the popular category jumai jinju or jumai but but it wasn't until 2019 that i started working as Come sommelier in the restaurant, Madame de Bic. So why do I work at a sommelier in my part-time? Because in my opinion, yeah, it is really cool to work as a sommelier in a fine restaurant, doing wine services, and I'm making fantastic wine, a food pairing. And then you persuade the customer to trust you with your wine, a food pairing, acknowledgement, and talents in limited time. It's so cool. Um, however... Uh, as, as I said, I have a biological engineering background and I passed my advanced degrees, but I knew absolutely nothing about sommeliers. So I, I wasn't formally trained. But it was Paz Levinson who encouraged me to give it a shot. So just after my D3 exam diploma, you know, the big thing, <laughs> applied immediately to the certified sommelier program of the Cordon Master of Sommelier. She taught me the wine service with her patience and just led me to the service on my very first day in La Dame de Vic. Brilliant. And she trusted me. He trusted me, which gave me a lot of confidence. And as the head sommelier of Crook Peak, passes so many titles. Best sommelier of America 2015, best sommelier of Argentina 2010 and 2014. She's completely a splendid woman. It was she who made these fascinating sake for parents, and it took years that she promoted sake in France. So I don't know whether you have been in La Dame de Bic or not. I, I have not, unfortunately. I have walked past and looked in longingly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's the, the top league's most restaurant in Paris. You, 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 you got to be there. You have a super team. There is Chef Sommelier Amontine, highly organized and detail oriented, as also Kusanto Homer. This is very important, yeah. Um, so I strongly recommend it to all the listeners, though, to, to give it a try. Yeah, okay. So I can put down the track. So, and this particular experience really sparked my interest in sake. And thanks to her recommendations as well, I've been the judge of Bukura Master since 2019. So within this program of Bukura Master, uh, I got my GSS Association certification in Tokyo last year. So currently I'm working at WCTL3 sake. So I'm, I'm just saying that Paz Levinson is really the person who enlightened me on this sake universe and I I'm really grateful to work with her. It's so exciting that that these two worlds came together for you. Uh, and I have to say, I've I've been pondering doing the level one in sake just to get a greater understanding. And you've really inspired me. I, I think I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> I think this is so different compared to the one. Um, I don't know, you have, have you tasted any sake? So what, what kind of style of sake that you like? Yeah, uh... Gosh, I don't know any of the names, but I was fortunate enough to go to Japan in 2019 with a colleague of mine who is fluent in Japanese. So she was able to choose lots of different styles for us to try during the trip. And it really opened my eyes to just how different they can be, how many styles there are. And also, like you say, they're really impacted by choices of what they're produced with, how they're produced, where they come from. The water is so important. It really got me thinking about 
the similarities as well as the differences between sake and kind of the, the kind of, for example, French or Italian wines and, and the tasting experience and the background. Really just truly fascinating for me. Yeah, definitely. This has been, Jamie, such an inspiring conversation. It's so exciting to hear all the different things you've been doing, <laughs> the way you've given your story together. Um, you, you seem to never stop studying. You seem to never stop pursuing interesting things. So what's next for you on your Italian wine journey? Um, my new future plan is that I will reapply to the VA program last year and we work hard on aid I will develop Italian wine offers for Niza. Uh, in long term master wine is always my next destination to the next stage after my diploma so for me it's so it's so an evident choice because I do not feel comfortable when I stop learning so I'm the person who only moves forward under pressure so so this kind of exam pressure will force me to find my potential and support to see me, and I would regard it as a favorable pressure or positive pressure. So, so I really enjoy it, and uh, I have already applied to Metal One program this year, and I'm kind of waiting for the results. But if I get rejected this year, I will reapply the next year because enjoying the learning journey is the most important for me, regardless of the qualification done. But I think this a friend of mine mentioned done. Interesting fact that people involved in the wine industry tend to be more passionate about their work because people really talk about the job-related affairs after work or during their leisure time. But almost all the people that she might work in the wine industry keep talking about wines all the time. I don't know if all the wine professionals are like that, but at least for me. Because for me, wine is not just an alcoholic beverage. Every time when I taste the great one, it could evoke strongly my emotional response and I feel so lucky to work in this field and, and this is great to honor with this story. I'm a person who is powerful, driven by a desire to learn and explore, to study and share and one is my own one true love. Oh, we're just so lucky to have someone who is so passionate as part of our community and I'm very much looking forward to the day when we can be cheering you when that MW certificate comes through because I have absolutely no doubt you you have achieved everything you've put your mind to I can see it coming as a, yeah it, maybe someday I will meet I will meet someone you know who helps me a lot <laughs> in my journey or must have one you know I'm so lucky <laughs> so much for joining me on the Italian Wine Podcast today. Where can our listeners find you and what you are doing online and on social media? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Jamie from O0. And uh, I would be happy to chat with anyone about wines, foods. So yeah, just leave a message and I will take I mean, we'll take this, but I promise I will give a reply. So just harm me. Guys, go and check out Jamie's pages. Watch this space. Definitely someone to keep our eye on for the future. Thank you to everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media, subscribe, and of course, donate on the website to make sure we can keep these great conversations flowing. Jamie, thank you so much. Thank you, Rebecca. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. 
don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.